Hello and welcome to the Ice Guys, brought to you by the National Hockey Now Network. This is the show that takes you into the world of the National Hockey League. Every game, every day, from a betting perspective. With pro sports handicappers, Ian Cameron, Alex B. Smith, and various guests from the world of hockey and sports betting. And now, here's your host, Ian Cameron. Welcome to the Ice Guys, presented by National Hockey Now. Thursday, February 23rd, Ian Cameron and Alex B. Smith with you. We've survived the winter storm. The lights are still on. The power is still on. So we do indeed still have a show today, which is uh, great to uh, have one on a day like this with 10 games uh, on the Thursday slate. A massive slate. Looking forward to breaking it down. Uh, We do want to mention we have posted the long-awaited local TV broadcaster rankings video that Alex and I did. And a shout out to Alex for sitting through two hours of it with me when we recorded it. But it is up on patreon.com slash ice guys exclusively for our Patreon page subscribers and members with just $10 a month to check that out and all the other great content that we have posted daily at patreon.com slash ice guys. We had a lot of fun with that. I'm a big media junkie, so it was a lot of fun to uh, talk about the uh, rankings of the 32 NHL local TV broadcast uh, teams. So that was fun. Check it out, patreon.com slash guys. Alex, just briefly, we got a huge card, so we're going to be very brief looking at back yeah. at last night. But very quickly, uh, credit to the uh, New York Islanders finding a way. A good goaltending duel with uh, Sorokin and Hellebuck, as expected. The game stayed uh, under the total, and the Islanders pick up the victory there. Uh, the two late games, it was looking like Calgary was going to do this shit again. Find a way to dominate a team, outplay a team, and lose. And it was looking a bit leery for them at 3-1 to one Arizona. But finally, the floodgates opened. The roof caved in. Uh, Calgary was just peppering poor Karel Vamelka all night with shots. I don't know if I'll have an easier goalie saves prop winner than Karel Vamelka last night. I mean, over 32 and a half saves with plenty of room to spare uh, in that game. Calgary comes back, gets the victory. The goals explode for them late in the second half of the game, second, late second and into the third. Uh, they end up winning comfortably 6-3 to three at the end of the night. Uh, best bet winner for me as well, Calgary, Arizona, over the total. Uh, so I was very happy to see that. And how about Chicago and Dallas? Wow. Uh, the Dallas Stars have problems, people. That was one of those losses where if you weren't a little concerned before, you're a lot more concerned now after that i mean that's a chicago team that was winless on a back-to-back this year you had them down and out up three nothing at one point on home ice with the rest advantage too they had been off for three days and dallas somehow blows that lead gives up four unanswered goals and falls four three to the chicago blackhawks it's a horrendous loss for the dallas stars last night given the massive scheduling advantage they had in their favor but let's give chicago a little credit because it became and it's now at the point now where it's almost a shame they're going to be split up with Kane likely to get traded the chemistry with him and max domi it is absolutely yeah. sensational right now it was the max domi patrick kane show for the second half of that hockey game last night uh, just an incredible job by both of them, turning pucks over, turning it into offense, great vision, playmaking, awareness of where each other is on the ice to make those plays. Just outstanding stuff from both Domi and Kane last night. The catalysts to a comeback 4-3 win uh, for the Chicago Blackhawks. And uh, we said, don't lay it with the Dallas Stars yesterday on the show. And the Chicago, I, I wish I had 
gone with Chicago and money line and regulation like some people did where you were really bold, whereas plus four, uh, four, 300, 380, almost 400 on the money line. I was seeing plus 575 on Chicago and regulation. I was a little more conservative. You know, my Chicago or draw at plus 200, you know, doesn't look quite as appealing, but uh, I'll take it still. It's a plus 200 winner there with that Blackhawks draw double chance that we mentioned uh, on yesterday's show. But uh, Alex, thoughts on the uh, Wednesday night slate? Yeah, I mean, for those of you who watched the show over the years, you know I wear a lot of jerseys, and it's rare for me to wear back-to-back the same jersey on the same day. But I had to do it because Patrick Kane they was absolutely it. magnificent. He and he, he put on a showcase. Unless you've been living under a rock for the last 15 years, and maybe some of you have, and you haven't seen the magic that is Sir Patrick Kane, he put it on display last night on national TV and in front of every scout and every team that's looking to, to pick him up. Not only did he score two goals, not only did he have the assist on Domi's goal, but Domi's second goal where Domi looks him off and scores. I mean, that's all Kane. He doesn't pull that off with anybody else uh, skating two-on-one uh, in that Hawks lineup. So Kane basically essentially created all four goals. Of course, he had the goal taken back. That would have been the buzzer beater uh, the night before against Vegas. This guy's offensive production right now in the last three, four games has been sensational, and he shows why he's an asset to this Hawks franchise, but also to any franchise that is looking to pick him up uh, before March 3rd. No doubt about that. He's been uh, great. I think, uh, I think he was starting to get a little pissed off with people saying, Oh, he's injured. He doesn't look like right. He doesn't look like he's all that excited to take, go to the ice every night and, you know, play games for Chicago this year with everything that's gone on while well, he's put that crowd uh, on silent. Uh, yeah. with the last uh, several games for sure. Yeah, clearly he can still play. You get him in a situation where you get him fired up and riled up and you get that adrenaline pumping again. And, of course, he's a little healthier now. That does help uh, as well. Uh, yeah, we're still seeing Patrick Kane has a few things still in the tank. Yeah, and and if I'm if I'm Kyle Davidson, you know, instead of making all these weird trades, getting more draft picks, getting Nikita Zaitsev, and I, I can't remember who the hell they picked up about maybe an hour and a half ago, uh, I would be trying to extend Max Domi. I think I think he deserves that. He needs at least three years, something, of course, club-friendly. Keep him around because you keep him around, you do end up trading Kane. Hopefully you end up getting the number one pick. Who's to say Kane will not turn around and sign right back with the Hawks? No. And you have that chemistry with Domi and Kane, and, and hopefully you land the number one pick and get Connor Bedard. Who's stopping that line? If, if Kane and, and and this is the thing we've seen this with Kane how many times we've seen it with DeBrinket we saw it with Panarin he makes guys around him better so if you have a, a good veteran one two tandem that works together already with Kane and Domi and then you bring Connor Bedard into that system because obviously everybody's gonna be gunning for Bedard wherever he lands you want to have a good core around him where he's not the focal point you don't want him on Arizona where he's the only offensive option. You want him to be somewhere halfway decent where at least he has a line mate, if not two, if not a top six group around him that, that can build upon. And so I, I honestly think, you know, with the Hawks, it seems like Kane's going to get moved, but I would not rule out the fact of, of Kane probably just saying, hey, this is just a, a you know short-term thing, run through the playoffs, and might turn right back, come back to the west side, come October. Yeah, that's true. It might be just be, a, you know, rental play the rest of the season wherever you get dealt and come on back, especially if they land a certain Connor Bedard. You don't think people will want to play with Connor Bedard, you know, in the uh, NHL, uh, and that won't intrigue people to sign with whoever lands him in the draft. 
uh, this upcoming spring. So definitely some uh, salient points right there in terms of what might happen down the uh, road. But uh, overall, so really a pretty good night betting-wise. The, the the props for me that I mentioned from the Jets-Islanders game, they all fell short. That was a disappointing result with a lot of those props in that game. But, boy, we made up for it in the other games. We got a lot of the point props with Dubay and Hannafin's point prop came through uh, for us as well. I mentioned that. But uh, Backlund to get a point. Backlund shots on goal. Any, any I said, load up on the Calgary Flames shots on goal. And Toffoli and Backlund and Mangiapane, they all went over their shots on goal prop uh, last night. It was a good bet there. The Chicago props were very good. Kane goal, Kane point. Domi assist, which was plus 180. Max Domi assist last night against uh, Dallas. So uh, the props in those two games were good. The Jets game, not so much. So we'll take it. On we go to Thursday. We've got 10 games, and we will begin with Buffalo and Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay minus 230, uh, home favorites. Seven the total here uh, in this one uh, between these two teams. Uh, Buffalo, not a good performance here. Uh, off the uh, road trip in uh, the West on the West Coast through L.A., Anaheim, San Jose, where they actually won two of the three. They come back home, and uh, they were down 4 nothing and pretty much out of it uh, after the first period. But they did have a good third period. They you know didn't roll over. Uh, made it interesting. They got it to 5-3, but it was the Ryan O'Reilly show uh, on Wednesday night, and the uh, or Tuesday night, rather, and the Leafs got the uh, 6-3 win over Buffalo. Just a horrible start. I mean, just defensively, lapses galore. Horrible puck management. Not the greatest goaltending from UPL either. Uh, Uko Pekalukanen uh, in net for the Sabres at a rough night. Uh, we'll see how things go here against uh, Tampa Bay. Uh, Eric Comrie will be, it's been rotating, it's been musical chairs for Don Granado with the Buffalo Sabres goaltenders lately. One night it's Anderson, the old man. One night it's uh, UPL. One night it's Eric Comrie. Uh, well, it's Eric Comrie night tonight for the uh, Buffalo Sabres. He'll get the start uh, in goal for them. He's won his last two starts, and you know what? You can make a case he's been the best goalie in the last uh, few starts at least. 38 of 43 shots in the last two outings. So he's played pretty well. We'll see if uh, Buffalo Buffalo's going to have to be whoa, a whole lot better with the puck and managing it better. You know, if they're going to hope to hang here with the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning, uh, who enter this game off a 6-1 to one beat down over the Anaheim Ducks uh, on Tuesday night. It took a while for the offense to get going, but once it did, there was no stopping it. Uh, the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning, of course, ending that road trip with the uh, two losses to uh, Vegas and Arizona, and they bounced back strong uh, in the uh, last game. Uh, Tampa Bay has won, uh, I believe, five straight here hosting the, the Buffalo Sabres. So this has not been a uh, great place in terms of the Sabres. They have not done well here in Tampa. The over 6-1-1 one one in the last eight meetings, I definitely am interested in the over, but only at six and a half. And I'm going to try to wait for a live bet. I mean, you got to start doing that now that we're finally seeing sevens, you know, in some of these games. So I'm going to do the old Alex B. Smith uh, Ice Guys recommendation here. Wait live. See if we find a, a six and a half here. That's the way I'm going to approach it. I don't really. Buffalo, we talked about this road dog role where they've played their best hockey. Uh, against these te better teams, and they've been very good. Like, they got road wins at Boston, Vegas, Colorado, uh, among others on their resume, Edmonton, Calgary. They've been excellent road dogs. I'm tempted by Buffalo, but boy, I don't know. Tampa Bay, I don't know if Tampa Bay just says, you know, we, we lost two on the road, we beat Anaheim, we're satisfied. I think Anna, Tampa Bay wants to get their game going. They know that they're right there, neck and neck with Toronto for second in the Atlantic, which gives you home ice in the first round and bet Buffalo's had no recent success here in Tampa either. We have to admit that they've lost five straight meetings here at Amelie arena. So I'm probably just going to stick to the over 
uh, in this one and look for a live over at six and a half. What do you think here with this one, Alex? Sabres, Lightning. Yeah, I'm just going to go with the first period. Over two at even money. Uh, we've seen 12 and four to the first period over. The last 16 meetings between these two teams is always high scoring. And like I said, with Eric Comrie, he has won his last two starts. He's been the better of the three, but that's not saying much. These are three goalies that all have been struggling in their own right. I think, uh, you know, Comrie can be figured out by this Tampa Bay offense. There's no value in looking at the team total over. Uh, so I'm going to probably look for a, a live over full game. Like I said, you know, that should drop to six and a half almost instantly. Wait for a, hopefully a five and a half to lay a price. But uh, definitely going with the over two at even money. I think we, we definitely get at least three goals here in the first period. All right, definitely good stuff. Uh, in terms of the uh, shots on goal props, Victor Hedman had four uh, the other night against uh, Anaheim. Uh, I think Victor Hedman over shots on goal is a good look for the uh, Lightning in this one. As far as the uh, other props uh, that I'm uh, looking at here for Buffalo, Tampa Bay, uh, in uh, seven of the last 10 games, Braden Point has a point. Thompson has a point. You could do some. Now, you don't want to bet these solo uh, because you're obviously laying big numbers with both you know players like Braden Point to get a point, minus 200 or so. Same thing with Tage Thompson. I mean, you got to do parlay, the same game parlay stuff with these guys. But I think that's a good look. Uh, Thompson didn't play well against Toronto, and he admitted it after the game. He said, "I didn't have one of my was one of my worst games I've had in a while." I agree. You couldn't really find Tage. I couldn't believe it. You really couldn't find him in that game against the Leafs. He was very quiet. So I think he plays a lot better here. I think Thompson and a a, a two a player parlay of Thompson to get a point, Braden point to get a point, and you'll turn that into an even money or plus price bet. Uh, I think that's not a bad option here. Uh, for this game. Other props you could look at because I do think we'll eventually see goals. Now, Alex Tuck to get a point. He's gotten a point in seven of the last 10 games. Minus 140. You know, a little more reasonable. You could bet that straight. You know, as far as Alex Tuck to get a point uh, going into uh, this game here tonight. Uh, Darlene over shots on goal for Buffalo. He's gone over seven of the last 10. I mentioned Hedman uh, over uh, shots on goal seven of his last uh, 10 games uh, for the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. So uh, all good options there. Um, Nikita Brandon Kucherov. Hague. Yeah, Hagel. Uh, over, Hagel. Yeah. Uh, Jacob Houston. Yeah, not a bad option there to score a goal. We always say how good of a season he's had. Uh, Nikita Kucherov's on a assist streak, but again, it's a big price, so you could throw that in the SGP as well, actually, with Thompson Point uh, and Braden Point to get a point as well. So it's uh, definitely uh, some decent-looking props here for sure when it comes to uh, Buffalo and uh, Tampa Bay. Again, we're really focusing on the players that are in really good form. Skinner, he's got a three-game point streak. Darlene is on a three-game point streak. Tuck is on a three-game goal streak, three games with an assist as well. Darlene, three games with an assist as well. So, again, Darlene, Darlene assist is minus 140. That's not bad. Uh, Tuck to score a goal, like I said, he scored in three straight games, plus 200. Uh, Tuck to uh, get a point, like I said, is minus 142. Not bad. Reasonable prices. Uh, Tuck assist in three straight games. Tuck assist is plus 150. Now that's now that's the value right there. Three straight games with an assist with an apple for Alex Tuck. So some good uh, player props there for uh, Buffalo and Tampa Bay right there, if you ask me in this one. And Dylan Cousins, of course. It goes without saying. I'm all every Buffalo game lately. It's been Dylan to score a goal and to get a point. Uh, and I think definitely you could look in those uh, directions here. It's always more trickier when you're playing Tampa Bay, and you never know if you're going to get Vas Stonewall version of Vasilevsky. But he is plus three hundred cousins to score a goal and even money to get a point. 
here tonight. All right, LA Kings, New Jersey Devils. We've got New Jersey minus 145 home favorites, six and a half the total uh, in this game. Both teams are going to likely come into this game with a point to prove, right? Neither one's going to be happy. LA lost to Minnesota two to one. Offense got shut down. New Jersey got just humbled by Montreal. That AHL roster essentially is what Montreal has. It's the Laval Canadians or the Laval Rocket, whatever you want to call it. But definitely uh, New Jersey was not good in that game. So you think they want to play well uh, here in this game tonight against the LA Kings. I still lean LA. I mean, to me, the, the New Jersey at home is still dicey and they showed you that against Montreal. They've been better on the road. The Kings, you know, that was a rare game where they've been shut down. I, I, the Devils are certainly going to want to play better, too. I think you got two motivated teams, but I kind of like uh, L.A. here, plus 125 in this game. Copley in net for the uh, Kings. Vanacek in net for the uh, New Jersey Devils. I kind of think this is a, a game that both teams are going to look to get going offensively because New Jersey gets shut down and only scores two goals uh, in their last game in L.A. with only the one goal against Minnesota. Uh, you would think they'll be looking to uh, have better results. And these two teams did play over the total in L.A. Uh, earlier this year. So the over six and a half, I'll probably get in on that for a smaller bet. I don't love it, but I'll get in a little bit on uh, over six and a half and a little bit on L.A. here, plus 125. I just think the Devils are uh, have had a great season, but I don't think with the lack of consistent success they've had on home ice, uh, and with sometimes their defensive play, eh, it can go, come and go at times. We saw that against Montreal. I, I don't think it's the worst idea to look at L.A. plus 125 uh, against a Devils team that has had some issues here uh, on home ice. What do you think here in this one, Alex? Kings, Devils. Yeah, I lean with the the Kings at a plus price, but I like the draw here a bit more. I grabbed it at plus 345. Uh, we've you know, seen these two teams kind of cool off in the draw department. They had been playing a lot of OTs, but a lot of games have been – Sorted out in regulation, but with the Kings, we see back to back. They had a game, they went to the shootout, then they 2 1 game. It really should have gone to OT. Uh, honestly, the pace of play seemed like it was overtime for about 40 minutes uh, when they were playing against Minnesota. So now, with this spot against a New Jersey team that, uh, like I said, plays a lot of tight games as well, too, and like I said, been struggling at home, I can see this one definitely being going past 60 minutes. Probably a, more of a 2 2 game going uh, past 60. So I would lean to the under just lately. All right, we got a great one of the best shots on goal prop uh, uh, bets I think of the entire card tonight is in this game based on recent results and current form. Adrian Kempe, LA Kings, over shots on goal nine of the last ten games, and he actually enters this game tonight eight straight games, eight straight games over two and a half shots on goal for Adrian Kempe of the LA Kings. And do you know what the uh, shot prop for him tonight is? It's over two and a half minus one fifteen. That's all it is. It's just minus 115 to get three shots. And he's done that in eight consecutive games for the Los Angeles Kings and nine of the last 10. So you talk about that kind of percentage and that kind of form on your side for that bet. Uh, and uh, it's only minus 115. So uh, it's a terrific, it's one of the best shots on goal prop bets of the night, in my opinion. Uh, him to get a point is only minus 116 or so at cool bet, among other places. Uh, Kempe has a point in seven uh, of the last 10 games uh, for the uh, LA Kings as well. Uh, so I definitely like that bet here in this game. Uh, him to get a point, which is, like I said, minus 120. Uh, if you go and look at, um, Kopitar, he actually was the guy that scored their only goal against uh, Minnesota. He's only minus 125 to get a point. I think Kempe to score a goal, too, at uh, plus 200. We're, we're, we're going to get in on that because it was a quiet night uh, for his uh, perspective 
uh, the other night. So there's some good props there. Kopitar, Kempe, Fiala, he's gone over his shots on goal three straight games. So uh, a little shorter term streak with him when it comes to the over shots prop, but he's starting to shoot it more. It's only a buck 25 for Kevin Fiala, uh, over two and a half shots on goal. Uh, so there's definitely some good Kings props, good, good Devils props too. Uh, actually in this game. Jack Hughes has gone over his shots on goal uh, eight of the last 10, even though his shots on goal number is usually three and a half or four and a half. Still been going over that, uh, which has been good to see. Uh, Kevin Fiala, seven of the last 10 actually have gone. He's gotten a point uh, for the uh, LA Kings as well. And my favorite devil prop again tonight, you know what it's going to be. I just want to make sure the lines haven't been adjusted by uh, Lindy Ruff, but no, even after the loss to Montreal, it's still a top line unit with uh, to Tomas Tatar, uh, Nico Heeshear, and Dawson Mercer. We've talked about Dawson Mercer the last couple of games here for the uh, New Jersey Devils and what he has been doing for this hockey team. And again, with uh, Mercer right now, uh, he has been getting instant offensive production for this team ever since going onto that uh, top line. Uh, he's gotten a point in four straight games and a goal in four straight games for the uh, New Jersey Devils. So we're back to the well tonight with Dawson Mercer, uh, plus 325 to score a goal. And just to get a point, plus 115. And he's gotten a goal and a point in four straight games for the uh, New Jersey Devils. So uh, really good prop game again. Uh, and again, props now that we're really diving in head first to them. Uh, very advantageous, very opportunity laden. And I think we have that here tonight with the uh, Kings uh, and the uh, Devils. All right, Minnesota Columbus. We've got uh, Minnesota minus 180 road favorites, uh, six the total uh, here in this game tonight. Uh, Minnesota, this is the front end uh, of a back to back for the uh, Minnesota Wild. They are in Toronto tomorrow night to take on the Leafs, a rare Friday night home game for the Leafs. I don't know what's up with that, but they're actually playing Friday, Toronto, and not Saturday. Kind of weird, but. Nevertheless, it is what it is. Minnesota's in Toronto tomorrow night. They're in Columbus tonight. So with it being a back-to-back, -back, you obviously have to get Marc-Andre Fleury in there at some point, even though Gustafson has been outstanding the last few starts and really helped Minnesota uh, get out of this little funk they've been in because they're still not lighting up the score sheet, Alex, or scoreboard. You know, a lot of it has just been the defense and the goaltending of Gustafson's been so good they've been able to win, uh, and that's what we've seen. But it will be Marc-Andre Fleury tonight uh, in goal for the uh, Minnesota Wild. He needs a good start, Alex. He really does, because as we're seeing, Dean Evason is gravitating more and more and more toward the Swede, uh, Philip yep. Gustafson in net. So uh, Fleury needs to come out there and have a good, put a good performance on the board. If he wants to get consistent starts and maybe get back into a situation where he's alternating starts with Gustafson and not just relegated to being a guy that only gets in there on a back-to-back, -back, then he's got to put, the, put up a good showing tonight. Uh, in net for the uh, wild. That's all there is to it because I think he understands that, you know, he's kind of losing his net a little bit here to uh, Philip Gustafson, but this Columbus team, I'm telling you what uh, they, they are playing hard. They're playing feisty. They've got a goaltender that is in uh, uh, piping hot form right now. And I never would have thought that about Jonas Corpusalo, but he has played excellent here for the last several outings. And he of course will be the uh, starting goaltender once again tonight. Uh, for the Blue Jackets. I mean, look at the way he's played. He's been very good. He's notched back-to-back -back wins against the uh, Jets and the Stars, two teams that are one and two in the Central Division uh, right now, and he beats both of them uh, with terrific performances, uh, giving up just two goals uh, in those two games combined. Uh, this is one of those spots where uh, Minnesota laying this road price is of zero interest to me, even though they have won 
uh, a couple games in a row. This might be one of those Columbus and draw looks for me. Kind of like what I did last night, Alex, with Chicago. This feels like a tight game. I don't see Minnesota rolling into Columbus and romping this uh, Columbus team. I just don't see it. I think it's a tight game. I think it's a pretty competitive game. Uh, I could see Minnesota in overtime or a shootout because the one thing I will say about Minnesota lately is that they have been very good in overtimes and shootouts. They've been uh, winning some of those games lately beyond regulation. So for a little added security, I think that is the better way to go here if you like Columbus a little bit rather than just the money line. Be a little safe. Be a little secure. It's minus 130 for Columbus or draw uh, in this game. Uh, I think that's not a bad option uh, whatsoever. Good point there from Perlow about Brodeen. Uh, injured again and on IR again for the uh, Minnesota Wild. And my first thought with him is they're much worse in the defensive zone without him. No question about that. We'll see how they fare. But the last time they missed him, they missed him dearly. Uh, and uh, obviously him being on IR again, not a good thing for the uh, Minnesota Wild. So for me, I'm going to go Columbus or draw minus 130. A little on that. And I'll just do a little smaller sprinkle on the straight money line on Columbus too at uh, plus 160. Uh, but again, more on the Columbus or draw because I get that sense it still could be like wild in overtime or a shootout, which wouldn't totally surprise me either. Uh, what do you think here, Alex? Minnesota, Columbus. So it's funny. We're doing the exact same thing that we did with yesterday with Dallas and Chicago because I like Columbus uh, or draw, but I also like more on the draw. Uh, yeah. of this game so uh, plus and you almost got that damn draw yesterday that video <laughs> review i almost got in on stauber there to make it 4-4 four, four. these these buzzer beaters are, are crazy yeah. with the hawks right now two and games in a row, but... at the end. Yep. Yep. <laughs> exactly so but uh but yeah i like this draw here like i said i mean minnesota with the draw like even if you're playing just 10 bucks a game it's worth sprinkling on on, on these teams when they start streaking uh on the draw minnesota is no different they're a team that could have easily have played what 12 straight draws the way that, that some of these games have shaped out. They've been uh, completely, uh, you know, tight competitive games in Columbus. Like you said, they should be able to take uh, advantage of the fact that that blue line for Minnesota is a bit beaten down with no Brodeen. And this could be one of those games. If, if this was a healthy wild team, I'd say they probably find a way to win and maybe look to play in a regulation, but with this team banged up and Flurry still just being inconsistent, I, I think this could easily be a overtime game and Columbus could be live to win it. All right, good stuff. And yes, props on this game. This is another game where we've got good Erickson Eck. I'm not I'm not jumping ship. Yeah, he finally stayed under his shots on goal prop last game. But the one thing about Columbus, and uh, even though Corpusalo has played well for them the last couple, like he's led them to victories against teams that are going to be in the playoffs, the Jets and the Stars. I mean, he 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 played extremely well, but he's still facing a lot of shots. Okay. You look at the shots against in uh his last uh, one, two, three, four, five, six of his last seven starts, he's faced at least 30 shots. 49, 36, 34, 34, 41, 38. You know, even though I kind of like Columbus in this game, Colum and I do, Columbus or draw, um, Corpus Allo over saves, you know, because of just the shot volume that the Columbus Blue Jackets are allowing lately. So, uh, you know, Corpus Allo over saves could be a decent goalie save prop if you're going to go in that direction. And I like the one on Vimelka last night, and we nailed that one. So, uh, maybe we'll get another one here with uh, Corpus Salo, but I definitely think he could go over uh, his saves prop here tonight in this game. Uh, but some other props here when you look at it. Uh, I'm coming back to Eric Sinek over shots on goal. I know, again, he finally stayed under, but I'm going to go back to it. He's still been just automatic, you know, in terms of the shots on goal. Uh, eight of the last 10 games, he's gone over two and a half shots. 
Uh, he's actually collected a point as well in seven of the last 10 games. I don't think the price is going to be too great on that. No, at minus 165. So you pretty much got to do SGP with uh, Eric Sinek to get a point if you're going to bet it. Put it in a same-game parlay of some kind. Mix it in with some other stuff. Uh, what else have we got here? Oh, here's one that's a little uh, off the radar here. Adam Boquist for the uh, Columbus uh, Blue Jackets going into uh, this game. And based on the form, it might be worth a look here. Point in the last in seven of the last ten games for the uh, Jackets. And he's plus 150 to get a point tonight for the uh, Jackets. Uh, keep that in mind. And if you actually look at the way uh, Boquist's minutes, they've gone up. For the uh, Jackets of late, uh, there's no question. So seven of the last ten games, uh, he has had a point for them. Uh, so keep an eye on that. Uh, that might be something to uh, put a few uh, bucks on uh, here tonight as well. Uh, Zuccarello assists seven of the last uh, ten games. Let me just make sure what the uh, price is on that. Because if it's too expensive, what I do is I'll do a separate little SGP and put it in that. Uh, if the percentages add up, but the price is too yeah, it's it's a little too expensive. Minus 175. For Zook assists. So uh, I would put that in an SGP um, if I were to uh, bet that uh, tonight in this game. Uh, what else have we got here? I'm just checking. I'm just checking here. Uh, but yeah, Eric Sinek. Oh, Ryan Hartman. Uh, Ryan Hartman is the one of the guys that's really starting to get going. He's a streaky guy. He's a streaky player. But Ryan Hartman, you know, is right now starting to really get things revved up here for the Minnesota Wild. Uh, he's gotten three goals and four points in the last two games. So whether it's goal prop, point prop, assist prop, shots on goal over, I think it's anything Ryan Hartman here uh, for the uh, Minnesota Wild. He's uh, a streaky player. He's on the good side of the streak right now. So again, Ryan Hartman, anytime goal score, Ryan Hartman point, uh, assist, and over shots on goal. Over shots on goal with Hartman's only plus 100. So it's a great number there, great price to get a point, even money, minus 105. To get a goal is upwards of plus 250 for uh, Hartman in this game tonight. So uh, some good options there because uh, he's heating up at the right time because for the longest time it was Zuccarello, Kaprizov, and Eric Sinek. Nobody else scored for Minnesota. But Hartman has finally uh, given them some supplementary offense and not a moment too soon, obviously, for the uh, Minnesota Wild uh either uh what else i'm just gonna see if i missed on anything here tonight i don't believe so for as far as the props are concerned uh yeah that's about it erickson and hartman shots on goal props and like i said all those points props i mentioned including that sprinkle on boquist hey why not defenseman for the jacket seven of the last ten he's gotten a point and you can bet it at plus 150 hey you can make worse bets than that uh, in my opinion all right next up we've got not detroit and washington that was the other night uh, but it is, uh, it's not Washington. Washington's the next game. Next game up is uh, Edmonton and Pittsburgh. Uh, this is an interesting matchup here. We've got, we've got the even money here, uh, both sides and the total, uh, seven, uh, pretty much across the board here with the, uh, Oilers and the, uh, Penguins. You know, I'll admit it's difficult to bet this one, uh, under the total with what we've seen from Edmonton. But, uh, once again, I'm going to wait, see if I get six and a half. Uh, Edmonton finally did stay under the total in their last game. It was a 4-2 win over the Philadelphia Flyers. Um, but I would still lean to this over, but I'm going to wait for six and a half to show up live rather than bet seven pregame. Uh, the Penguins, I'll tell you what, the Penguins are shooting the puck a shit ton here. 44, 31, 46 shots on goal uh, in three straight games. You know, the Oilers can still give up shots. If you're, again, interested in goalie saves, you know, this might be one of those nights where maybe you look at uh, uh, Skinner 
for the uh, Edmonton Oilers uh, over his saves prop. Might be something to uh, consider here uh, tonight against the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins. It is confirmed, by the way, Skinner uh, in net for the uh, Oilers. Tristan Jari, of course, back in net for Pittsburgh. It was kind of a weird game for him uh, the other night against the uh, New York Islanders where he played very well early, and I think he hit a physical wall in the third period. Mike Sullivan kind of alluded to that. He hadn't started in a very long time, and it almost looked like he ran out of gas uh, in the third period. A couple of those goals maybe he should have stopped, uh, and it ended up going right through him. So maybe we'll see if he's a little bit steadier now. Second start since returning from that lengthy injury uh, absence uh, for Tristan Jari. Um, right now, Pittsburgh, you know, trying to find wins. They've lost three in a row. Edmonton lost four in a row, but they got off the schneid and get got that much-needed win against uh, uh, Philadelphia. Uh, in their last game, uh, 17 and 11, they are. I definitely lean Edmonton here. I, I haven't made up my mind, though, on whether I'm going to take them tonight. It feels like for Pittsburgh, desperate times, desperate measures for them. They need a win badly, but I can't back them. Uh, I, I prefer Edmonton in this game. Uh, I'm lukewarm on the Oilers, but if I were to bet the side, I'd look Edmonton minus 110. This is going to be more and live over for me if I get a six and a half. I think Crosby, again, has been a constant here for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Even during these recent losses, he's played well. He's made things happen. Uh, and I think he, if the Penguins are going to win tonight, he's going to want to play. I think he's going to want to play good because he's going to hear all day today when the media is in their scrum. They're going to say, oh, Connor McDavid's in town. What do you think, McDavid and Crosby? You know, you always, when you got a guy like that on the other side, you know, you want to play well and show that, hey, McDavid may be the next be the best player in this sport for the next 10, 15 years you know, long after I retire, but I've still got something in the tank. I think that's the uh, mindset Crosby has on a night like tonight. So I like over shots on goal for him, minus 150. Uh, to get a, a to get an assist continues to be dirt cheap. It's minus 114 for Crosby to get an assist. I mean, it, to me, I'm going to continue to look at that prop over and over again. It's just way too cheap, I think, especially with the way he's playing right now. He's gotten an assist. He's got an assist in eight of the last 10 games for the uh, Penguins. Seven of the last 10, Crosby's gone over. Uh, shots on goal as well. The Nuge, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, an assist in seven of the last 10 games. That's a little well-priced, though, minus 165. So I would bet that in the same game parlay uh, if I were to get involved with that. Uh, Ricard Raquel with a point in four straight games. Tyson Berry for the Oilers with a point in four straight games. And Tyson Berry point prop going into tonight uh, is plus 112, plus 110. Uh, a plus price with Barry to get a point, which is excellent. Uh, Ricard Raquel uh, on that four-game uh, point streak for the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins uh, going into uh, tonight. Uh, his point prop, let me just check, see what it is. Yeah, it's a little pricey, minus 180. Again, what I would do is maybe do a point prop or a point parlay of Raquel and an assist parlay with uh, the Nuge. Yeah, all of a sudden, you get these prices of minus 180. You compress them. You get a plus price with that. I might be looking to do that with those two guys. Uh, what do you think here in this one? Obviously, a pretty good game. It's always a marquee matchup. Heavily hyped when they talk about it. It's not McDavid versus Crosby. Like the media will bloviate about all day today. It's Oilers versus Penguins. Let's remember that. Uh, Alex, what do you think? Edmonton, Pittsburgh. Yeah, and I'm sure Crosby won't get too rattled by it because he's dealt with it the last, how many, what, 15, 16 years of Crosby versus Washington, Washington, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so so it's just, it's just the same old hat for, for him. I don't think he takes it, you know, one way or the other. But I like Edmonton in this spot. Like I said, it's desperate times for Pittsburgh right, right now, but that doesn't mean that we're going to just jump in and back them. Uh, I like the momentum that Edmonton had coming from that uh, that comeback win, which we all cashed 
thanks to John Massey on the, the live uh, BetCast Tuesday night. I think they can bring that over, get off to a hot start, and uh, take care of business here. So I laid a dollar five, but I still like it at a dollar ten uh, going with Edmonton. Yeah, there's some real truth to that. That uh, Edmonton, you know, was reeling. They had the third period comeback against the Flyers, and uh, that propels them here uh, against the uh, Pittsburgh uh, Penguins here in this game. Um, so yeah, definitely. Yeah, that you know, not one person on Pittsburgh, and uh, that that that's that can sometimes be scary. But I'm telling you what, there's just they're in those they're in one of those Calgary ruts right now where they're outplaying the opponent they're 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 over their their overall advanced numbers look good like they're taking the play to the opponent in a lot of these games the two islander games uh they they outplayed the islanders but they lost uh the new jersey game they the new jersey was better like they deserved to lose that but you could argue they should have won both islander games they played well enough they had all, all kinds of shots all kinds of chances in that game and Sorokin was incredible is Skinner capable of doing that tonight if Pittsburgh's going to fire that much rubber? So I understand that. You know, Pittsburgh's probably deserved better results, especially in those two Islander games. But the bottom line is it's a results-oriented business. They're not getting the results right now. And with all due respect to the Islanders, uh, the Oilers are a little bit better team than the Islanders. So I think it's a tough one. Like I said, I'm with Alex. If I were to play the side, I'd look at Edmonton here. Uh, all right, next up we've got Anaheim taking on Washington, the return of Alex Ovechkin. It will be tonight. Uh, we have been waiting to see when he'd rejoin the team, and he did uh, rejoin the team for uh, practice uh, on Wednesday, and now will make his return following uh, his time in Russia, obviously tending to the uh, passing of his dad, Mikhail, uh, and now he's back here with uh, the Capitals. Minus 320 home favorites, six the uh, total uh, in this game. Uh, for me, uh, Alex, in this game, it's going to be – uh, two bets. I'm going to go Capitals first period puck line and over three and a half Capitals team total. I think tonight, look, I still think this team is going zip. I don't think they're, I honestly think they're still going to be in tough to make the playoffs, but this team has been crying out for the return of their captain, the return of their leader. They're going to get it tonight. They've got this pathetic team coming into their building, the Anaheim Ducks. Uh, it's absolutely, I think, uh, a spot where Washington can jump on them early. I've been, fa- you know, I've been fading Washington a lot course uh detroit i took them the other night you know carolina a couple of times when they played the uh, capitals last week i was on carolina in both games so i've been fading washington to me this is the spot to get back on the washington capitals here uh the emotion you know i think everybody you know knows what alex has gone through here uh, the last week or two very close with his dad i'm sure the players especially the ones that have been around the capitals for a long time backstrom oshi john carlson even though he's injured right now wilson you know, I'm sure they've interacted with Alex's pops at some point. I, I, I think at some point they probably interacted with him uh, at some point. So I'm sure they all just band together for number eight tonight uh, in this game. And you're playing a pathetic hockey team at the other side. That's part of the handicap, too. I mean, you're playing just a rancid uh, Anaheim Ducks team uh, right now at this point in time. Uh, as far as the Ducks go, we don't know who's in net. It is Charlie Lindgren for uh, Washington. I don't mind Charlie Lindgren in net at all. Not one bit. Uh, I think it's a situation where he can go in and play decent for one game. It's not like Kemper's been good the last couple. He's had some bumps. I don't. I think he could have played a little bit better in a couple of these recent starts he's had. So Lindgren being a net doesn't really uh, bother me too much here. Uh, I think it's just one of those spots where you get the Capitals rising up. They, they need a win in the worst way. I think the, the 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 return of Ovechkin lifts the entire team spirit 
for them going uh, to uh, take into the ice tonight uh, against this uh, Anaheim Ducks team. So I'm going to go with uh, Washington minus a half plus 112 uh, first period plus 112 plus 110. Uh, it's in that range. Uh, Capitals team total. Uh, in this game, which is over three and a half, minus 154 at Pinnacle. You're laying a little juice, but sometimes it's juice worth laying. And I think it is in this case, over three and a half. And I'm going to go with the full game over as well, over six minus 120 uh, in this game, because I think the Capitals will get four minimum, maybe even five. They're very capable of doing that against this horrendous defensive unit that is the Ducks. But the Ducks could chip in every now and then because Lindgren's not exactly Mr. Shutout. I don't think of Charlie Lindgren as how he's going to come in there and get a shutout. No, I think Anaheim could get a couple of goals. Washington could get four or five, and there's a push at worst, and more than likely still the overhitting if that ends up coming to fruition. So three bets here, Washington first period puck line, Washington team total over three and a half and full game over six. What do you think here, Alex? Ducks, Capitals. So I actually played a, a small same game parlay over at Bet Online plus 220. I got Ovechkin to score at least one goal and Washington to win the first period. Uh, so that, I, I was surprised that was actually a plus price. I thought I was actually going to have to probably oh, lay like good, $1.10 actually. but yeah. to, to combine those two. But uh, I think Ovechkin, and I mean, of all the goals he scored, the next goal he scores will probably be one of the most emotional, obviously, with uh, the passing of his father. And that's you know, something that I obviously could resonate with. I'm sure a lot of us can. And it's just it's just a tough thing. And, you know, to, you know, have him in this corner, they were, you could tell, they, like I said, they were really close and, you know, coming up on this record now and he won't be able to get to see it. That's just a really unfortunate thing. But I think the this is a, a close-knit group and he's obviously the leader of this group and, and those veterans, that, that core group that's been around them, the Tom Wilsons and the Kuznetsovs, those guys, they'll be rallying around. Them. I think they're going to play a, a solid game here. So, I would lean toward Washington team total as well. I probably will try to grab an end game. I think we might be able to wait around and, and, and let that drop a little bit. And I, I usually don't do that for team totals too often because uh, sometimes they're not available for me. Sometimes uh, you know, with the bet online, it's hit and miss, but I have to try to go to other places. But uh, that's more than likely what I'll be doing for end game. But as far as pregame, I'm going with that first period. Washington to win combined with Ovechkin to score at least one goal. I like that. Very good. I love the innovation. I love the creativity. And at this time of year, you know, sometimes you got to get creative, and that's a good way to go. Ovechkin to score any time goal and Washington to win the first period at that plus price, the uh, SGP that uh, Alex bet uh, at uh, Bet Online. Very good. Uh, you know what? I can bet, I can create something very similar at Bet365, which is my primary SGP book. Um, I might tail that. I might jump on that because I definitely I think he's going to be, you know, flying tonight, playing with great emotion, great intensity. Uh, I think he, look, the first and foremost focus for Alex Ovechkin when he's been away from the team is, you know, being there for his family in a time of grief. Uh, but at the same point in time, I think he knows what's going on with the uh, hockey team. He's keeping tabs on what's going on. He knows this team's just in a terrible skid right now. Uh, and if they want to make the playoffs, they got to get their ass in gear immediately. And they got to get two points in a game like this. You have to. This is a Anaheim team that is just miserable. You've got to you got to answer the bell tonight if you're watching. If they lose tonight, Alex, like just cancel the season already. Just yeah, end much. it for Washington. Just you might as well just say, you know what, Pittsburgh, here's your playoff spot. Islanders, any other team that's battling, you guys get the playoff. Move spot. on through Buffalo. Move on through Detroit. Yeah. Get a chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty yeah. much. Yeah, this is good. This is a must get tonight for the uh, Washington Capitals for sure. And and if they if, let's say Anaheim wins tonight, crazy and crazier things can happen. Yeah, I won't be touching the Capitals for a while. Let's put it that way. Uh, this, this is the, this is their spot. This is their spot. That's why I'm on them tonight. Let's see what they can do with it uh, here in this one. There is one prop I like, though, for Anaheim. Zegers to get a point. 
He, like he is the, that's the one thing you're still getting out of Anaheim, even when they get crushed. They still find a way to score a goal or two, and usually Trevor Zegers factors in uh, on the goal. Uh, and it's a plus, or it's only minus 130 for him to get a point. So it's a reasonable price. But yeah, a lot of Washington prop. Tom Wilson, I like his props again. I mentioned Tom Wilson to score a goal and get a point against Detroit. He scored their only goal uh, against the Red Wings. Uh, I think oh, Tom Wilson's a good prop look again. Uh, they've been putting him up on the top line. It looks like tonight, Peter Laviolette in Ovi's return has got Ovechkin on the top line with Kuznetsov and Tom Wilson still on that line. So Tom Wilson goal, Tom Wilson point. Back to big old Tommy boy here uh, tonight for the uh, Washington Capitals to get a goal plus 260 uh, to get an assist plus. Where's his point prop? God damn it. I don't see it listed. Nobody's mm-hmm. po- posted points props here for Tom Wilson. They had it the other night. It's, it's crazy across the board. Nobody's got Tom Wilson point prop. But they have his goals and assists. That's They've weird. got goals and assists, no points. It's the Let's craziest see. damn Let's thing. See. I'm looking at uh, I'm on. At 365 doesn't even have them for points. Yeah. By the way, I got even money for one point at Bet Online. So, oh, they per Wilson. Yeah, yeah. Tom Wilson get one point even money. There is a book that does have it. I'm on that. I'll find. I'll find my Bet Online account. Like I, I don't use it as much as some others, but I'll, (laughs) I'll, I'll log in just to bet that. Uh, No question, Tom Wilson to get a point to get a goal. I think Ovechkin over one and a half points. It's plus one forty or so uh, for Ovechkin to get over one and a half points. I think again. I think he's playing with great emotion tonight. Great, you know, just great focus. I think I think he I think he takes the uh, you know the, the the emotion and the and just the sadness of everything that's happened for him and he puts it into a hell of a game tonight on the ice. That's what I think is going to end up happening. We'll see. Uh, but there we go. That is the first half of the Thursday card. Uh, we thank everybody for joining us. Hit the like button. Two hundred and thirty-two live viewers oh, nice. on YouTube. Definitely hit the like button. Very much. Yes. Yep. Hit that and like and Ian, I, I have a question for you about uh, a prop combo that I was actually able to make while we were on the air and we can tease it and uh, bring it to you after this commercial break. We will. All right. There you go. Uh, SGP prop uh, option that uh, we're going to get my in- input on now that I've become a prop expert all of a sudden. Well, I don't know about that, but it's been pretty good since I've been really yeah. diving into them since the uh, Super Bowl. But more of that coming up right after we hear from Graham Coke. All right. Whether you or your team's game is on the field, screen, racetrack, or all the ice, Gramco is for the game. Grown by farmers who spent years developing premium hemp genetics, Gramco provides customers with consistent quality Delta 8 products ready for any occasion. Gramco currently offers numerous Delta 8 products such as vape cartridges, disposable vapes, pre-rolls, gummies, wake-and-bake coffee, and more. Gramco offers an enjoyable legal high delivered discreetly and directly to you and is also available at many American retailers as well. Get the best Delta 8 cannabis products on the market shipped quickly and discreetly from Gramco. You visit www.thegramco.com, use promo code ICEGUYS, you get 25% off of any order, and all orders on the site that are $50 and higher are shipped free with standard shipping. So live elevated with Gramco and check out their wonderful Delta 8 products today. All right, we're back here on the uh, ice, guys. All right, Alex, what uh, was piquing your interest with the prop? So you, prop? you were talking about Dawson Mercer to score a goal, and I thought that was a pretty interesting prop. And I was able to combine that with his over points in a uh, in a same game parlay. I bet online. Is that something that you've done before to maybe use to boost a goal prop? So maybe you you like you like them to score a goal, yeah. But if you can combine it with them to get over a half a point and, yep. and just boost the the price, have you done that before? Is that something you consider? 
Yeah, I have done that before. Not oh. not a ton, but I've done that before on rare occasions. And yeah, you could either bet goal and point prop separately. Now, if he gets the goal, uh, and uh, there's the point right there as well. So that's the great yeah. thing. Whereas if you get the assist, you're still going to need the goal. So right, and that's that, the thing. It's not. Know. It's not. It's not a necessarily. I don't look at it as a parlay. It's more that I look at it as a as a slight bet boost to your goal prop. Definitely. Yeah, 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 definitely. It's 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 definitely something I've done before with a couple of uh, players, especially the ones like a Connor McDavid, for instance, or a Matthews. When you don't want to just right. take the goal prop by itself, you want to boost it with yeah. the, throw the points in there as well. Absolutely, you'll get a better price, and it's worth it for those higher prices. So yeah, it's a good it's a good methodology to use to sweeten the pot a little bit, uh, if you will, no doubt. All right, next up we've got the uh, New York Rangers and the Detroit Red Wings. Rangers minus one fifty road favorites, six and a half the total in this one. A fascinating game. It'd be a fascinating game because you've got the New York Rangers. Certainly, you know I would think going to play well tonight. They've got them coming off the. Uh, performance they had against Winnipeg on Sunday uh or sorry it was Monday night four to one where Connor Alibuck was just you know absolutely sensational 51 shots it's not like the Rangers played terribly but uh, they just ran into Connor Hellebuck who was a brick wall uh, on Monday night so they'll be looking to bounce back that's now two losses in a row for the uh, Rangers after that incredible streak where they had won seven in a row undefeated you know since the all-star break but now they've lost two in a row since then and they now play this red-hot Detroit team. What a road trip for the Detroit Red Wings. You know, other than the 4-2 loss at Seattle, they win, they sweep Western Canada, beating Vancouver, Edmonton, and Calgary. They beat Washington 3-1 to in a game where their captain and best player, who's been red-hot lately, Dylan Larkin, gets the game misconduct, and all they do is dig down deep, and they still find a way uh, to win that game without him. But, man, this is a tough spot. really is for Detroit. I mean, after all that travel, out on the West, sweeping Western Canada, you go to Seattle, you fly all the way back to the East Coast, the Eastern time zone with that one-game stopover uh, in Washington, and now you return back home after that. This this definitely is a tricky spot. It's so tricky. I'm, I'm, it's so tricky I'm, I'm not on Detroit, but it's also not exactly a price that's necessarily, for me, the value I want with the Rangers. So I'm thinking that we're going to see goals tonight here with the Rangers and Red Wings, simply because the Rangers have been really – uh, kind of an over machine, really, since they got Tarasenko, since they've had the much greater depth uh, in their offensive lineup. Uh, I could see that here going into this game. One thing I do want to caution you, too, about laying this price with the Rangers, it's not just Detroit's playing well right now. Detroit suffered an embarrassing loss in this building to the Rangers way back in November, 8-2. Uh, to two, The Rangers came into Little Caesars Arena here, and they absolutely dummied the Red Wings. You know, I'm sure that's going to be brought up. Someone in the, you know, Helene St. James or whoever the fuck else covers the Red Wings or someone is going to ask Larkin and some of the players, what, you know, last time they were in here, guys, they, they beat you 8-2. I mean, certainly, uh, how do you make your adjustments from that? I mean, the Red Wings players will know about, remember about, recall what happened that night. 8-2 to two loss here at home against the uh, Rangers. So uh, I think that's going to instill some uh, serious focus for them tonight but i just don't know if the legs are going to be there when you do all that travel you play the one game in washington coming back from the west in the east and now you're back home that's really tough it's really really difficult seattle did that against uh where they were out on the east they've had the stopover in winnipeg and then they went home uh against uh tampa bay and they didn't have their legs that day so i worry about that with detroit tonight i'm off the side uh, entirely 
Uh, I'm looking at the uh, total more than anything here. Uh, and it's already gone up. It was six. It's gone up to a six and a half. I got over six minus 120. Uh, it's gone up to six and a half. I would still take it, though, at six and a half. I think you'll see uh, offense here enough from both sides. Uh, Yaroslav Halak in net for the Rangers tonight, who's actually been better lately, but still no Shesterkin, uh, obviously. We expect Billy Huso for the uh, Red Wings, but not confirmed uh, as of yet. By the way, Robbie Fabry's a game-time decision. Uh, he blocked a shot against Washington, uh, you know, shaken up after that and may not go tonight, but we'll uh, see more about that closer to puck drop. Uh, I have a lot of props to talk about for this game as well, but we'll go to uh, Alex first. Uh, Rangers, Red Wings. Yeah, I, I like this over, but I'm going to grab it live. I want to get this down to a five and a half. Uh, any, I'll lay anything 120 or better. If I can get plus that money, that'd be good. But uh, definitely want to get the better of the number. And I also lean with the draw a little bit. Uh, it, it's not my strongest draw play uh, of, on the board, but it's definitely one I can definitely see be this being a 3-3 or a 4-4 kind of game. I definitely think we see offense, and I think this could go past 60. We've seen the Rangers two of our last three games go past regulation. Uh, Detroit, they just want to get points and, and stay afloat in that wild card race. So definitely screams like a game that could go uh, into both teams. Both teams definitely really needing at least one point. Yeah, yeah, no question uh, about that. So uh, definitely, and, a couple, and props, yes. I mentioned that the prop market was appealing to me in this game, uh, and that is most certainly uh, the case. Uh, Dylan Larkin, of course, was not suspended, thankfully. I mean, he shouldn't have even been thrown out of the game. I thought it was a little harsh, a little rough to be that harsh on him with that. But uh, a little price, you got to lay some juice, but I think he absolutely gets a point. Uh, it's minus 150. Uh, like I say, it's 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 right at the cutoff point of what I will lay. Uh, but minus 150 uh, to get a point is, to me, almost assuredly going to happen for Larkin. He's been red hot. Eight of the last 10, he's had a point. I think he wants to make amends, too, for getting kicked out of that game and uh, play even better. Eight of the last 10, he's gone over his shots on goal prop over two and a half. That's a good bet. Uh, you got Kreider and Heedle for the Rangers. Seven of the last 10 with a point. Panarin, seven of the last 10 with a point for the uh, New York Rangers. I think you could, you're could. you probably going to have to parlay up uh, Panarin and Kreider uh, because they're laying north of minus 200 uh, to get a point. Uh, so you want to put those in an SGP if you're going to bet them. You don't want to bet them single. Uh, actually, Kreider's point prop's not that terrible. It's minus 135. So you actually go sink straight uh, with uh, uh, with Kreider's point prop. Heedle, like I said, seven of the last 10, he's gotten a point, and it's only even money for him. So uh, not bad options there. Uh, Tyler Bertuzzi, I've picked up on him, you know, in terms of his shots numbers going up uh, of late, three, two, two, three. Uh, in the last four games, his point prop is worth a look. He's got five points in the last three games, four assists in the last three games. So anything Bertuzzi, I think, is actually worth a look. We were waiting for him to get his confidence back. Plus 305 to score a goal, minus 120 to get a point, plus 150 to get an assist for Tyler Bertuzzi. And he is rolling in the goals, assists, and points in the last few games for the uh, Detroit Red Wings. So uh, Tyler Bertuzzi props definitely on the radar. Uh, for me, I uh, talked about Larkin, uh, Pius Suter. Uh, I've mentioned all of a sudden this guy has crawled out of the woodwork lately for the uh, Detroit Red Wings, and he has started to find his offensive form uh, once again for the uh, Red Wings. He is plus 630 at cool bet, plus 590 at FanDuel to score for the Red Wings tonight. And I mentioned Suter because, look, all of a sudden I think it's been you know, most of his recent games where he has been able to find the back of the net with success for the uh, Detroit Red Wings. And uh, Derek Lalonde 
uh, you know, still has him down the lineup, but that hasn't affected his ability to produce four goals in the last three games uh, and, a, and, and a goal in each of the last three. In fact, goals in four of the last five games for Suter for the Red Wings. So you're talking about a guy with four of the last five. He's found the back of the net and you can get plus 650 plus 600, you know, with his goal prop uh, in some instances. Not bad at all. Not bad at all, if you ask me there. So uh, some good options here as far as uh, this game goes with the uh, shots on goal and with the uh, uh, goals, assists, and points market uh, for this one tonight. Uh, let me see what else. There's one more that I might have failed to admit. Like I say, it's a really good prop game. Uh, let me just see here. Uh, yeah, Trocek, actually. Trocek had one of his better games uh, the other night. Uh, against, uh, I believe it was Winnipeg. They didn't win, but I thought he was very noticeable. He was shooting the puck more. Uh, he's now gone over his shots on goal, Trocek, in three straight games uh, entering tonight for the Rangers, and his shots props only over 2.5, minus 125. So uh, not bad uh, option there as well for Trocek, who I think now that he's playing with uh, uh, you know, a, a line that I think he's got a little bit more offensive thrust from that line, now that it's aligned with Tarasenko on it and Panarin, I think it's made Trocek better and more willing to shoot the puck. So Trocek overshots worth a look too. All right, I have, now we can move on finally. Vancouver and St. Louis. Uh, we got the Blues minus 120 home favorites, seven the total. I'm not going to be uh, dismayed by Vancouver losing against Nashville. The effort was great. And I like the fight in this hockey team. They were down 4-2. They could have packed it in. They didn't. Battled right till the end. They got the two late goals, tied the game. Thrilling fashion. If you were on the BetCast with us Tuesday night, how much fucking fun was that? We jumped in on the draw uh, going into the third period, and Vancouver rescues it for us uh, in the final couple minutes uh, to force overtime. Unfortunately, they lost in a shootout uh, to Nashville. But, no, I like the fight in this Canucks team. There's no doubt that they're, they're playing hard. Okay, that's not the issue. The issue is they can't keep the puck out of their own net. That still is a problem for them. It continues to be an issue. Five goals to Nashville. Uh, they, they did beat Philadelphia 6-2. to two. That was one of their very rare good defensive showings lately. But before that, they give up five to Detroit, six to Detroit, five to the Islanders, six to the Rangers. Uh, There's still a work in progress with that defense. But I want no part of St. Louis. No way. I'm on Vancouver here, plus 100. I'm on Vancouver here, win or lose. I'm seeing them play hard. I'm seeing them play with effort. I'm seeing them play with uh, when they get down in a game, they don't quit. They try to, they keep battling. They try to get back into the game and the blues are not doing that right now. The blues, when they fall behind, it's sayonara. Good night, nurse. We're done. We're out of here. We check out. Uh, and that is a big issue right now for the uh, St. Louis blues. Uh, and again, they're peddling more of their players at the deadline. Who knows who's going to survive uh, beyond the uh, deadline for the uh, blues moving forward. Tory Krug is out. And by the way, that means Justin Falk. Just keep betting his overshots. Justin Falk overshots just keeps on cashing right now uh, for the uh, St. Louis Blues. And now with Krug out again, you know, he's got to be more of that willing shooter from the blue line now, especially manning the power play. Uh, so definitely uh, I think it's a good prop game for uh, Falk. Falk has gone over two and a half shots for the Blues now in six of the last seven games. I think it's a pretty good chance that he goes over that shots on goal prop tonight, especially now with Tory Krug out. Uh, it's a good prop look here, in my opinion, tonight. JT Miller for Vancouver. This guy's been shooting the puck a shit ton. Six straight games, he's gone over two and a half shots on goal. JT Miller uh, for the Vancouver Canucks. A great prop look tonight, uh, in my opinion, here for them uh, in this game tonight. No question about that. 
definitely some good props here. Nashville, Yossi's shooting the puck a lot now from the blue line too. Roman Yossi. Uh, for the or that's what am I thinking? Nashville's later uh, against uh, San Jose, uh, but uh, no, JT Miller has gone over shots on goal a uh, six straight for the uh, Canucks. I like that quite a bit uh, for sure. Uh, let me just see what else there is. Beauvillier, talk about him consistently. He's now gone yeah. three straight games with a point. Kuzmenko, three straight games with a goal. Pedersen, three straight games with an assist. All good prop options. Beauvillier points and goal prop. Kuzmenko goal prop and even point prop on Kuzmenko as well. I think very good options uh, for props on the Vancouver side tonight as well. And uh, yeah, that's about it. There we go. But uh, a good prop game. I like Vancouver. I like the over. You know, I'll be on the Canucks over again, but I'm going to try to wait for a six and a half. And I say try, Alex, because <laughs> you know, these Vancouver games, you're holding your your hearts in your throat hoping you can get through five fucking minutes to start the game without a goal. <laughs> it's not easy to ask for that with Vancouver, but I'm going to try and look for a six and a half and wait for a few minutes. So what do you think here, Alex Canucks blues? Yeah, I'll be trying to rate right there with you, but not on the full game over on the first period over. I want to get 140 at one and a half. And that that's the striking point I've set for here. That's the thing with a seven, you can't be greedy. Uh, trying to look for a plus money to to, go, to come down. You got to, you know, like I said, we got to go with the six and a half. We got to go with the one and a half and lay a little bit of juice. It's still better than uh, going with a two, laying a dollar five, or or trying to, you know, wrestle with a seven. Uh, so that's the way I'm going to attack this. I don't want anything to do with the side here. Like I mean, Vancouver, yeah, they're playing with a little bit more energy. I can't back St. Louis at all. Uh, and uh, yeah, I just I can definitely see where Vancouver wins this game, but I think it'll be. At least some goals early here, and then we'll see things kind of settle out. So maybe there'll be enough time to get something on uh, Vancouver Live again. Yeah, you're right, uh, uh, Christian, uh, in our chat there, uh, Sorensen there with uh, Canucks goal in the first uh, 10 minutes. Yeah, the gift that keeps on giving. You're right about that. Uh, there's no – I think I remember seeing uh, – I know Chris Otto and a couple of people were chatting about it with uh, BetMGM because they have that nine-minute mark. It's not necessarily the 10-minute. It's like it's like 8.59 is where they, where they have the cutoff. And I think Vancouver's something crazy like 26-2 and two with that range. So, uh, yeah, they've definitely been getting the goals early. So you, it, this has been a tougher team to jump in with with live uh, totals betting be at first period of full game. You could go alternative total, you know, if you don't want, if you don't have the patience or you don't have the faith that these teams can play scoreless hockey for five minutes at the start of the game. Rich makes a good point. You could always bet over seven and a half plus one forty five. You know, have the faith we get eight goals. I mean, very possible we see eight goals in this game. How many times have we seen eight goals with Vancouver games for the last two months? You know, that's what it feels like. It feels like it's been two solid months of Vancouver games having at least eight goals. Just looking in their last ten, they have they have had a few sevens. You know, it was 6-1 with Seattle, 5-2 with Columbus, 4-3 with the Rangers, uh, 5-2 with Detroit, 6-1 with Detroit. Um, but they have had some games over seven with eight plus. You know, New Jersey was 5-4, uh, Islanders was 6-5, uh, Rangers 6-4, Vancouver 6-2, Nashville 5-4. Um, so there's still a very good chance, you know, to uh, see this game get to eight plus. Um so if you like that over seven and a half, uh, plus 145, I wouldn't necessarily say no to that. All right, Flames and Golden Knights. Uh, we've got uh, Vegas minus 135 home favorites, six and a half the total uh, in this game. Calgary, um, we wow, they avoided disaster. That's the best way to put it last night against Arizona. They, they clearly deserved the win. I mean, they were all over Arizona for 60 minutes, essentially. And it seemed like every one shot or one chance the Coyotes had ended up going in. But the floodgates eventually opened for the uh, 
Calgary Flames uh, last night, and they ended up uh, piling up the uh, goals and winning 6-3 to three, uh, against the uh, Calgary Flames. Now, is Calgary going to actually use this as legit momentum to get on a run, or are they going to do the same old shit that they've done repeatedly? They win a game and can't follow it up. Because this team has not had a longer win streak than two since, holy shit, since December, since early December. Their longest win streak has been two, which is just speaks to how maddeningly inconsistent they've been. They beat Columbus January 23rd, lost the next game to Chicago. Beat Seattle January 27th, lost the next game to the Rangers. Beat Buffalo 7-2, lost the next game to Ottawa. Beat the Rangers 3-2 in overtime. They lost the next game to Philadelphia. So, again, they've had issues. And we know we're going to be looking at probably Jacob Markstrom in net on the back-to-back after it was Dan Vladar last night. So, you know, I, I don't want Calgary. I don't want. I don't trust Calgary to win two in a row. I've got to see it. All right? I've got to see it. On the Vegas side, uh, they've got some injuries uh, right now. We, obviously, Stone's out long-term. Aiden Hill is out, which means... Uh, Hill and Thompson, their top two goalies, both out, which means it's Laurent Brossois time once again in net tonight for the uh, Vegas Golden Knights. He'll get a second straight start for Vegas. Um, and now Nicholas Waugh, who has been a very key depth, you know, third, fourth line center for them this year. Lower body injury won't play tonight. His game has been very good. He, he's, he was coming into this game with points in four of the last five games for the Vegas Golden Knights. So don't sleep on the absence of Nick Waugh. For the uh, Vegas Golden Knights, he's been playing some really good hockey uh, of late. So with the injuries and with Vegas, you know, you, you look at their recent results. They've been playing better since the break, no question. But a lot of tight games, you know, for the most part. You know, they pummeled Nashville and Minnesota out of the break and Anaheim. But the last game, few games have been pretty tight. 2-1 Vegas, 5-4 Vegas over Tampa, 2-1 over San Jose. 3-2 they lose in the shootout to uh, Chicago uh, the other night. You know, they played a lot of tight hockey, maybe the draw. Uh, you know, I, I, this is this is the, the game where a draw kind of appeals to me a little bit. I could see this one being pretty competitive, pretty close. Calgary, you know, will do their thing, probably outshoot Vegas, but have a hard time finishing and let Vegas hang around. That's been their MO, and we end up having a tight game, a competitive game, a close game that maybe has a chance to go beyond regulation. So I have nothing on the side, not really much on the total. I think it could be over, could be under. I could see it going either way with that. I lean over, but it's not something I'm super strong on. But I might sprinkle on this draw. Again, you can get it at plus 348 right now, the draw at uh, Pinnacle. Uh, What do you think here, Alex? Flames, Golden Knights. Yeah, I can make a case for the draw here with these two teams. And and like you said, with uh, Brassois, that's something that's uh, a bit concerning. And Calgary's been really pissing me off these last two games, not getting to the first period over. They should have easily have cashed it against Philly. I really shouldn't have had much issue last uh, night. Last night. Yeah. I mean, you, you you score nine goals. You you would just if you hear a game in six three, you just assume there's at least two goals in the first period, and especially when the teams you know out shooting uh, their opponent eighteen to three uh, in, in that first period. So it, it's just been really rough. But I probably will jump in with that in game. I'm not gonna lay a dollar fifty, especially after losing uh, quite a few units on that this already this week. So gonna try and grab that at something around minus a dollar 20 or better but i also will sprinkle a little bit on that draw i, I see him plus 345 right now uh i definitely can see this one being a little bit tighter and like i said these two teams division uh, opponents both needing points in the standings don't want to uh concede anything if it's if it's tied and it's close to uh, late in the contest 
Yeah, no, no question about that. You're right. Vegas is uh, Vegas has uh, been you know at home for some reason this year. I can't figure out why, but they have not been that same dominant team at T-Mobile. Just 17 and 13, they are uh, at home. So we'll see if that uh, uh, that trend continues here tonight in this one. But you know, I, the one thing if you like Calgary and you don't fully trust them to win, and you don't know what you're going to get from Markstrom, don't you know go team total. Team total is only two and a half for the uh, Calgary Flames. You got to lay about a buck 50, but you know, that's probably better if you like Calgary is team total over two and a half rather than anything. I'm running back a lot of the props I had last night on Calgary, especially the shots on goal props, because the one thing about this game is that this isn't Arizona's civ defense. You know, Vegas does have a better defense. There's no question about that. So will the goals actually go in, but Backland point is still worth a look. He's been red hot. For the uh, Calgary Flames, Backland over shots on goal, Toffoli over shots on goal. Uh, the same shot prop players we've been taking repeatedly with uh, Calgary. Uh, we're going right back to the well with them uh, here tonight uh, in this game against uh, Vegas. They've just been automatic going over the shots on goal props. Let me bring up the numbers specifically. Backland, uh, by the way, has a point in four straight games for the uh, Calgary Flames, uh, and he's been all over the uh, puck, all over the front of the net lately. Uh, for them. Uh, Backland to get a point's only minus 125 tonight, so it's a great price for someone that's gotten a point in four straight. Uh, on the uh, back end for the uh, Golden Knights, uh, Shea Theodore, he has a point in four straight games. He's only minus 120 to get a point. I think that's a good play uh, in this game tonight, Theodore to get a point. Theodore to get an assist is plus 110. Four straight games with an assist for Shea Theodore. So there's some really good point, uh, 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 point props, uh, assist props there. Backland, Theodore uh, for their respective teams. Mangiapani's on a three-game point streak for the uh, Calgary Flames. Uh, let me see what his point prop is tonight. But, uh, yeah, and he was all over the ice last night. Yeah, it's only plus 100. I could go for that uh, in that uh, one. Uh, Backland, three straight games with a goal. So the goal score prop worth a look. Marcia so uh, over shots on goal. He's been shooting the puck a lot lately, and I think with some of the injuries he figures, i got to get my offense. I've got to look for it. With everybody that's out, uh, over shots on goal, over two and a half, minus 145 for Jonathan Marsh. So for the uh, Golden Knights tonight, I think is probably a good bet as well. So this is another game where there's some good shots on goal prop options, uh, some good uh, goal point and assist player prop options. So uh, make sure uh, you shop around, but definitely some good looks here tonight in this game. You really want to go down the uh, list too on Calgary. Jacob Peltier, sprinkle on him to get a goal plus 370s, a really talented kid. He scored a great deflection goal last night. And if you can find him out there, he just got called up and he was in the lineup last night. Uh, we'll see on the back-to-back -back if Daryl Sutter puts him in there. But I couldn't help but notice, and the broadcast team, the great Rick Ball, who, as you'll see on our local rankings, I love these terrific. Uh, they mentioned it on the Calgary broadcast last night that uh, Walker Dewar was all over the ice. I mean, he's only playing on the fourth line with Lucic and Trevor Lewis, but... My goodness, he had two points. He had a goal. He had four shots on goal. He was all over the place. So anywhere that you can find Walker Dewar props right now for the uh, Calgary Flames tonight, uh, he was just noticeable. He's a big body. He was you know, putting people on their can, physical brand of hockey, going to the net, uh, made things happen, got the team going. Uh, Walker Dewar really impressed me. Great impression he made last night uh, in that game against the uh, Arizona Coyotes. We'll see if he can uh, bring that here tonight. Yeah, go ahead, Alex. Oh, no, I didn't have anything to add to this. 
Oh, okay. There you go. I was just I thought you were, yeah, I thought you were about to date something. All right, all good then. We'll move on. Boston and Seattle. Uh, we've got Boston minus one eighty, uh, road favorites here in the Emerald City. Uh, total here at uh, six across the board. You know I'm not Mr. Under, but man, if there's ever a game I'd take under tonight, it would be this game. Uh, Boston and uh, Seattle, because uh, I don't know, six with Boston right now, the way you know they typically play, I, they, they're just a really, really sound defensive team. And uh, they've been definitely trending under the total. Uh, only, uh, yeah, five and two to the under their last seven games for the entire season. You know, they are 28 and 23 to the under. Seattle's 29 and 23 to the under. I think the Kraken offensively, you know, uh, they got shut out by San Jose. I'm still mystified. Seattle got shut out by San Jose uh, the other night in that uh, game. And I'm sure they're going to want to play better, but I've got a sneaking suspicion Boston's going to win tonight. And I like the Bruins in regulation here. I think Boston's going to remember that they haven't lost many games at home this year, but do you know who did beat them at home this year? Seattle Kraken. Remember they were in that awful spot off the long road trip, uh, came back home against Seattle and the Kraken kind of jumped on them uh, in that game and got the victory. I think Boston, yeah, payback. Exactly. I, I think Boston, you know, they, they, they'll, they'll know Seattle beat them at the TD garden uh, earlier this year. So I think they bring a little something and you're starting a road trip. You want to start it on a good note. You know, they've won four in a row. They're just continuing to play very good hockey. Uh, I think, it, and again, we talk about Seattle where they've been a better road team than at uh, climate pledge arena uh, in Seattle this season. Uh, they've just been better on the road for the most part. So uh, I think for this one, for me, Bruins and regulation, uh, I'm going to get on that and you can find that uh, Bruins and regulation uh, price right now. Uh, a pretty good price, actually, if you want that, uh, right around uh, minus uh, 110 to minus 120. Pretty good price there for Bruins to win uh, in 60 minutes. Uh, what do you think here in this one, Alex? Bruins cracking. You know, I'm going to add that on. I, I actually had Bruins first period puck line. I got uh, lay and a half to go at plus 150 this morning, but I'm definitely going to add that on now. I'm seeing a dollar 10 uh, for Boston in regulation. I mean, this is a. Uh, like you said, you know, Boston hasn't lost too many games. And uh, you remember, I remember, they remember, Pepperidge Farm remembers uh, which teams that were able to beat them. And uh, I think they're going to have their uh, revenge mode in uh, full swing tonight. And Seattle is just a team, I mean, God, they're just, it's just they're so maddening too because they seem to have the offense going and then they don't have any defense. And then they get good goaltending and then the offense isn't there. So, like you said, the, the under does make sense. But also at the same time, I just feel like Boston – you know, in that, you know, exacting revenge mode, if they're seeing red, they could kind of name their score, especially if it's Martin Jones and that, and he's been, you know, a bit shaky, but just any goaltender right now, just Seattle, they're just, they're just the the true uh, Jekyll and Hyde team right now. And it's just been hard to kind of get a grasp on them, but it's easy to back Boston these days. So we're going regulation and we're going first period puck line. All right. Boston and regulation and first period puck line, which is, uh, for Boston here, uh, you can get that at uh, minus a half. You can get plus 155 or so with that uh, Boston puck line in the uh, first period. So you get, you know, really good price uh, on that when it's uh, all said and done. And uh, again, uh, even the Bruins, like I said, in regulation, uh, the price on that, you know, is pretty solid as well for this uh, game tonight uh, against the uh, Seattle uh, Kraken. Uh, let me just uh, verify that. Yeah. Uh, so, yep, yeah, there we go. Uh, we've got... Uh, Boston uh, in uh, regulation at, uh, yeah, it's actually minus down to minus 105 in some spots with uh, Bruins in regulation. So, again, really good price uh, on that. As far as props go uh, for this game, not as much into the props for this game as some of the others uh, because, you know, I expect probably goals to maybe be a little bit more at a premium here in this game. 
Uh, we do have some streaks to be aware of here. Uh, Jake DeBrusque, by the way, I think he's the guy for uh, Boston. Heating up again, he has scored a goal in three straight games, over two and a half shots on goal in three straight games as well for uh, Jake DeBrusque. Uh, starting to rega regain some of that uh, comp. Remember, the guy was out for a while, I think, due to injury. So I think he just needed some time to get his rhythm, get his timing back, like any player would, you know, when they've been out for such a long period of time. Uh, and I think you're seeing Jake DeBrus get that rhythm and timing back. So plus 185 or so to score a goal, minus 135 to get a point uh, in this game, uh, over two and a half shots on goal, minus 120, uh, probably worth a lot. Yeah, Ryan Donato, former team. Yeah, that former team angle. Yeah, I, I don't mind that there. Because uh, remember, he's with the Kraken now, used to be a member of the Boston Bruins. So if you believe in that angle, hey, he's plus 630 uh, at some places to score a goal tonight, plus 610 at FanDuel. So if you want to take that shot, uh, Ryan Donato, uh, Donato's Pizza, as I like to call him, to score a goal tonight, uh, you can definitely uh, take a shot with that. He's been pretty uh, quiet lately. He had a nice little run going several weeks ago, but hasn't been nearly as effective lately. But uh, that's definitely an angle that makes some sense to me. You always get a good effort out of somebody when they're playing their former team. Uh, should see that from uh, Donato tonight. So those are the main problems. Mostly Jake DeBrusque props over shots. Oh, Zaka as well for uh, Boston. I'm always, always interested. Pavel Zaka goal, Pavel Zaka point, because he's just not priced like like Pasternak is, like Krejci is, like Marshawn, like Bergeron. He's not the same uh, price point with his props as those other players. He's undervalued compared to them. So plus 340 to score a goal, plus 115 to get a point for Zaka tonight, which is terrific value. Uh, Zaka's been really good. Let me bring up Zaka's uh, recent game log just to verify that he's been a very good point producer for them lately. Uh, let me just uh, see. Yeah, the Ottawa game, he was held off the score sheet, but uh, the last six games overall, he's got five points and four goals for the uh, Boston Bruins. So I still think Pavel Zaka, good value prop tonight for the uh, Bruins. All right, final game of this uh, massive Thursday card. Nashville Predators, San Jose Sharks. Do you know the way to San Jose? Nashville minus 120 uh, road favorites, six the total in this game. That's a little emblem and a little uh, just building it up, little spoiler alert there that I am on the home team in this game. Uh, the San Jose Sharks at plus one. It's actually down to plus one. I can't be alone in people thinking Nashville stinks right now because this actually opened minus 130 uh, to minus 135. Uh, and now it's down to minus 120. Uh, Nashville is just not a team I think is playing really well at all. Forsberg being out has hurt this team. They're very lucky that they, uh, you know, be, played a Vancouver team that can't stop anybody. But uh, Forsberg, upper body injury out. And that was a rough injury. We noticed it on the BetCast. Alex was the one that really first noticed it on the BetCast in that Vancouver-Nashville game that Ryan Johansson had a, you know, was needing assistance to get off the ice there. And now we find out it's a leg injury. Uh, and now he's going to have to miss at least the next three months. And he underwent surgery uh, for that leg injury as well. So Johansson now being out and you've got Forsberg still missing in action for the uh, Nashville Predators. And again, they're just not playing good hockey, you know, at all. Uh, defensively, they've fallen off. Uh, offensively, they've had a couple games where they've picked it up, Vancouver and Florida. But you know, before that, they had been struggling to score goals mightily. Uh, there's no question. And uh, I just don't like the overall form. And don't look now, but you see Soros, who we don't know if he's going to start tonight, but we think he will. He hasn't played as well lately.
for the uh, Nashville Predators. Uh, you know, he's been giving up more goals. He gave up four to Vancouver, four to Minnesota, five to Boston, four goals to Vegas, four goals to New Jersey. I mean, that is that is not great. He's given up four more goals, UC Soros, five of his last six starts. The only game he did not was the win against Philadelphia right after the All-Star break. So UC Soros' form has declined. And without UC Soros playing well, you see what impact it has uh, on the Nashville Predators. Just makes it a lot harder uh, for them to win games. And then you contrast that, Alex, to San Jose. Uh, and they shut out Seattle for nothing. Impressive win. Shut out for James Reimer, who's going to be uh, in net tonight again for the uh, Sharks. And he's earned it, you know, after that shutout win. He played well uh, against Seattle. You know, they hung tough with Buffalo. T- close loss. Uh, San, again, Vegas, that game was 20 seconds from overtime when Vegas got the game-winning goal. Pittsburgh needed an empty net goal to beat them. They had the win against Washington. The game with Florida was competitive. They beat Tampa and Pittsburgh. You know, this team's been in every single game. The compete level's been there. Uh, and it looks like tonight, from an injury standpoint for the San Jose Sharks, Tomas Hurdle uh, is going to be back tonight for the uh, San Jose Sharks. Although Tamo Meyer, we were hoping he'd be back with the uh, upper body injury he's dealing with, but he is still out. Uh, he will not return tonight for San Jose. So still day-to-day with that uh, upper body injury, but they will have Hurdle back uh, in the lineup tonight. I like San Jose here. Slight home underdog, uh, San Jose Sharks for me. Uh, Alex, what do you think here? Preds, Sharks. Yeah, I doubt we see Timo Meyer in a San Jose Sharks uniform again at this point, honestly. But uh, I'm going with the I think it's I think it's I think it's half upper body injury, half holdout yeah. because he's going to get it dealt. Is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think it's something very minor that if he was sticking around, he could play through, but they're just holding him out for it. So, uh, with that being said, yeah, I like the over six, land a dollar ten. Uh, like I said, UC Soros has been in poor form. San Jose has been playing some decent hockey. I just still haven't been able to bring myself to back them uh, in a side perspective, especially Reimer at home. He did get the win last time, but, you know, can he string those together? That's been hard to uh, to find. So I like the over six here. That's the only thing I'm looking at. All right, like an over six here with the uh, Predators and the uh, Sharks. Yeah, I mean, that's the that's the great wild card here for people like me on San Jose. Is, is James Reimer going to duplicate what he did uh, against Seattle? Sometimes you don't get that consistency one start to the next one uh, for James Reimer, which is why he's been a backup in this league for the last – a uh, couple of years. Uh, all right. As far as player props go in this game, this is Roman Yossi over shots on goal. <laughs> I got a little carried away earlier talking about it in the Vancouver St. Louis uh, game, like a numb nuts. But now we can talk about uh, Roman Yossi over three and a half shots on goal. Uh, I like that. He's been trending that way uh, for the uh, predators of late uh, shooting the puck a lot more. It's a good player prop uh, shot prop in my opinion tonight for them uh, in this hockey game. Uh, what else have we got here in terms of trending players? But yeah, Yossi over three and a half. Uh, what else have we got it, to get an assist? Logan Couture to get a point. Carlson to get an assist. They've both been trending seven of the last ten. Uh, they have cashed in that in that regard. Uh, keep an eye on that. Uh, and also, uh, let me just see here. Yeah, Logan Couture with a point in three straight. Yossi with a point in three straight. Uh, Roman Yossi, like I said, seven of the last 10, he's gone over three and a half shots, three straight games. He's gone over three and a half shots uh, as well. Uh, Roman Yossi uh, uh, has also been uh, factoring in in the offense for them. Like he has been uh, in on almost everything they've done offensively of late. And he's only minus 115 to get an assist. That's crazy price. I mean, obviously delay uh, with the point prop, it's minus 190. So that's a little expensive. But to get an assist, he's only minus 115. And uh, Roman Yossi has an assist in three straight games for the uh, Nashville Predators entering tonight and seven of the last 10. So the assist prop for uh, Roman 
he obviously makes a lot of sense. And then on San Jose, uh, I'm just going to see if they stay together on that top line. But we talked about this in the Seattle game uh, on uh, to, on Monday, that uh, San Jose with the injury to Meyer and the absence of hurdles had to shake things up. And it looks like tonight um, they are going to keep that top line intact. So even though hurdles back, he's going to play with Gregor and Martin Kaut uh, on the uh, second line tonight for San Jose. And then on the top line, they're keeping Logan Couture centering the top line with Mikey Asimont and Alexander Barabanov. And Asimont and Barabanov are go-to props for me right now. Barabanov's been excellent. He's been terrific on the top line for San Jose. He's been consistently uh, making an impact offensively. Uh, you look at the recent games, he has uh, he's on a great run. You go back to his last eight games, and uh, Alexander Barabanov has nine points for the San Jose Sharks in his last eight games, and he has five goals during that span. So Barabanov is a terrific prop option for San Jose. And then Asimont, who's now on the top line with Couture and Barabanov, he scored the other night against Seattle late in the game, and I cashed a plus 650 to score a goal on Asimont. I mentioned it on Monday's show. Sprinkle on the goal prop with him. And he's plus 340 tonight, so they've definitely made an adjustment, a sharp adjustment, plus 650 all the way down to plus 340. But there's still value there for Essimont playing on that top line to find the back of the net. Uh, he got the goal against Seattle. Uh, he's going to get that opportunity uh, now, and I think you can definitely look in that direction with his goal prop uh, as well tonight for the uh, San Jose Sharks uh, in this one. I think there was one more, too, that I wanted to mention that he's starting to percolate a little bit. Uh, offensively for the uh, San Jose Sharks the last uh, couple of uh, games as well. Someone you might want to uh, keep an eye on uh, going into uh, this game tonight. I believe it's Noah Gregor. Yeah, Noah Gregor got a goal uh, the other night against uh, Seattle. And since he's been on the second line, he's had seven shots in the last two games. So Noah Gregor, there's another one you could sprinkle on as well uh, for San Jose tonight in this game. Uh, all right, there you go. That's the Thursday card. Thanks to everyone for joining us. Hit the like button on the way out. We got best bets to wrap things up. Reminder, patreon.com slash ice guys, just $10 a month. Uh, goalie charts, totals charts, power ratings, daily ice guys show betting card, video content, including the local TV broadcaster rankings, which we just uh, posted today. All that and more, patreon.com slash ice guys, just $10 a month. And our betcast, our next betcast, it is official next Tuesday. Another Tuesday night live betcast, Tuesday, February 28th, 7 o'clock p.m. Uh, Eastern time. Uh, make sure you join us for that. Uh, it was a lot of fun this past Tuesday. We had a great finish to the night uh, in terms of our live betting results. And we're back for more this Tuesday uh, at uh, uh, 7 o'clock p.m. Uh, Eastern time. It's going to be another big Tuesday night slate. There we go. Tuesday, February 28th, 7 p.m. Eastern. Live betting and commentary. Me, Alex, and all of our guests. Drinking encouraged. Uh, DM me at Bobano on Twitter or email Bobano350 at gmail.com for a spot on the BetCast. Yeah, also uh, just want to make a note, too, to check out the Ice Guys store. We got for the next five days, 15% off of everything. So check that out, iceguys.mysprideshop.com. Uh, everything's in stock, so uh, go on to shop and, and save a little bit with uh, that 15% off coupon. As soon as you go to the main screen, go to iceguys.myspreadshop.com. At the top of the screen, it'll say redeem for the coupon, and it's uh, going to be active for the next five days. There you go. Check that out at the uh, Ice Guys store and get yourself some great merch. All right, hopefully we've got ourselves some great best bets coming up in just a few moments right after we hear from Manscaped.
Support for the Ice Guys is brought to you by Manscaped, our good friends at Manscaped, who are the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package, the ultimate men's hygiene bundle, join over 7 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you, courtesy of the Ice Guys. Get 20% off of any purchase and free worldwide shipping with the promo code Ice Guys. That's promo code Ice Guys, all one word, I-C-E-G-U-Y-S at manscaped.com. If my math is correct, that's about 400 million balls that you can help preserve with manscaped.com. Using the promo code Ice Guys, you get the performance package 4.0. It is a game changer. The lawnmower 4.0. It takes care of this, among other things. Uh, it'll keep you uh, trim uh, as can be. Uh, the lawnmower 4.0 waterproof same thing with the weed whacker which takes care of your ear hair nose hair i mean nose hair in particular you know i'm getting up there in age and nose hair is becoming uh, definitely more of an issue this will take care of it it feels like someone's tickling the inside of your nostrils sometimes it pisses the hell out of me it bothers me i need to take care of that shit this will take care of it for you the weed whacker uh, make uh, part of the package that you get with your Manscaped purchase and the Manscaped Performance Package 4.0. You also get the ball toner. You also get the ball deodorant, keep you uh, smelling good and looking good and feeling good down in the nether regions. This package is really going to make you feel good and and look good and look better. Slim, trim, that's what it's all about, and Manscaped.com can help you out with that. So make sure you take advantage of this. Manscaped.com. Get 20% off and free shipping with the promo code ICEGUYS at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped.com. And use the promo code ICEGUYS. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. All right, we're back here on the ice, guys, and we are ready for uh, best bets here on this Thursday show. Alex, uh, what do you like for best bet? Yeah, let's go with the Boston Bruins first period puck line, laying a half a goal at plus 150. I'm seeing it as high as plus 155, so shop around and get the best of that number. I think Boston, like I said, the revenge mode is uh, going to be uh, in full display here against a, a Seattle team that's just been slumping right now. I expect Boston to come out hot and heavy early in that first 20 minutes and get out of that period with the lead, so let's go with the Bs. Uh, laying the half a goal plus 150. That's my best bet. All right, there it is. Boston Bruins. You can get plus 150, plus 155 with uh, Bruins puck line first period against Seattle uh, for best bet for Alex B. Smith. I do have to mention John Massey with our bet cast next Tuesday, mentioning that Chicago, Arizona, Montreal, San Jose is on the late night docket on Tuesday. Woof. I guess oh, that means uh, John, even John Massey, the, our late night owl, says this is this is so shitty of a card, even I'm not going to show up for this. <laughs> <laughs> No, but but he did note we also do have Boston and Calgary, though, yeah, uh, in Calgary on Tuesday night. So that will be a good game. So uh, it's not all bad for the uh, later part of the Tuesday night card for our BetCast next week. Hopefully it's not all bad with our best bet here for this uh, show tonight. Uh, I like this quite a bit. Uh, I was deciding which one do I prefer. Um, I'm going to go with the, the, the team total. Uh, Got to lay some juice here, minus 155. But Washington Capitals team total over three and a half. Let's go with that. I think it's a really good play. I think they get four goals minimum. I think the first period puck line's a good look uh, as well, uh, quite a bit. But I'm going to go with that team total. 
nice and simple. Washington comes to play. They 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 they, they, they rally around Ovechkin. Any Ovechkin props tonight, like I say, to score a goal is a good prop. Over one and a half points is a good prop. Wilson's a good prop option. I think Washington gets going at least for one night against this lousy, horrendous Anaheim team. Washington Capitals team total over three and a half, minus 154. Uh, that is going to be uh, my best bet here for this uh, Thursday NHL card. Uh, that'll wrap up this edition of the Ice Guys. Thanks to everyone for joining us. Hit the like button uh, on the way out. We appreciate it. A reminder, the Ice Guys is live seven days a week, Monday to Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern, Saturday and Sunday, noon Eastern. If you can't watch the show live, download the Ice Guys podcast in audio form on all major podcast platforms, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and more. Download the Ice Guys podcast when you can't watch the show live. For Alex B. Smith, I'm Ian Cameron. Have a great Thursday night. Enjoy the games and good luck. We'll talk to you again tomorrow on Friday. It's a roundtable Friday. Jimmy Murphy joins us, I believe, after being in surgery and ailing for a few weeks. Nate Rapensky is going to be back with us tomorrow uh, on the show as well. So a roundtable Friday uh, edition of the Ice Guys coming up tomorrow, presented by National Hockey Now. (laughs) 